This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 15, 1966. Two young political activists in Oakland form an organization to protect the African-American community from police violence. They call it the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale were both part of the second wave of the Great Migration, when African-Americans from the South came in huge numbers to the West Coast, many of them to work in the wartime defense industry. They both came to Oakland as kids, Seal from Texas, Newton from Louisiana. Seal dropped out of Berkeley High School to join the Air Force. Newton, five years younger, graduated from Oakland Tech without being able to read. But he turned himself into a scholar. He'd eventually earn a Ph.D. He could debate Marx and Plato with his classmates at Merritt College, but unlike them, he knew the streets too. He'd had minor scrapes with the law as a kid, and he financed his college education in part with various illegal activities, which he was able to talk his way clear of in court. Newton and Seal formed the Black Panthers in the wake of a San Francisco police shooting in late September of 1966. A 16-year-old named Matthew Johnson was shot and killed by an SFPD officer as he ran away after bolting from a traffic stop. Hunter's Point and the Bayview erupted in rioting. That was the immediate catalyst for the Black Panthers, but not the only one. Huey Newton and Bobby Seale had both been politically active since the early 60s, but they found most of their fellow activists to be more interested in talking about revolution than action. Malcolm X had been assassinated the year before, and they believed in his philosophy of securing rights by any means necessary, language they adopted for the Panthers. By 1966, the pattern of police brutality in the African-American community rising up in response had become common. The Black Panthers borrowed their early tactic of monitoring police activity from the Community Alert Patrol. That was a watchdog group that formed in Los Angeles in the wake of the violence in Watts in 1965. The Black Panthers raised funds by selling copies of Chairman Mao's Little Red Book, with UC Berkeley students providing a rich market. They used the profits from those books to buy guns, which they said were to defend the black community. They had a signature look, black leather jackets and berets, long guns, that made police and the government nervous. Showdowns were common. One such showdown happened in San Francisco when the heavily armed Panthers arrived at the office of the radical magazine Ramparts for an interview. The cops were called. Newton refused to stand down when asked, and at one point, face to face with an angry cop, he cocked the shotgun he was holding. The police backed off. One of the staff writers at Ramparts was Eldridge Cleaver. He later said that Newton cocking that shotgun was the moment he decided to join the Black Panthers. He would become one of its leaders. He ran for president in 1968, and he published the classic book, Soul on Ice. 
The Black Panthers issued a 10-point program in the spring of 1967, written by Huey Newton and Bobby Seale. It laid out a set of demands. Some were basic, freedom, full employment, decent housing, and an end to police brutality. Others were more radical, a Marxist black nationalist agenda. Only black jurors for black defendants. The release of all black prisoners. Exemption from military service for blacks. Education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. In October of 1967, Newton was arrested and charged with the murder of an Oakland police officer in the wake of a shooting that followed a traffic stop. Free Huey became a rallying cry of the left. He was convicted of manslaughter, but freed in 1970 when his conviction was reversed on appeal. By that time, the Black Panthers had long since become a national organization and a target of the FBI operation COINTELPRO, which was designed to discredit and disrupt black rights organizations. The harassment included the murder of Chicago Black Panthers leader Fred Hampton in 1969. Killings, arrests, and defections led to the Panthers' influence declining in the 70s and 80s. Seal became an author and professor. Newton earned his Ph.D. in social philosophy from UC Santa Cruz in 1980. In 1989, he was murdered in West Oakland by a member of a prison gang. He was 47. Some of the information in this episode came from the books Waiting Till the Midnight Hour, A Narrative History of Black Power in America by Peniel E. Joseph, and New Day in Babylon, The Black Power Movement and American Culture, 1965-75, to by William L. Vandenberg. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your center.